Ancient Rome offers a solution to sea level rise. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report about water. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. The situation in the South China Sea has been tense, and a recent move by Vietnam may have made it worse. The country has begun drilling for oil in waters claimed by China. The BBC reports that Vietnam's drilling was kept secret for about three weeks because it was so sensitive. China claims more than 90% of the South China Sea, but a World Court arbitration panel rejected that claim in 2016. For the last couple of years, Vietnam has avoided provoking its neighbor to the north, but now some say China may not react immediately to the drilling as it focuses on increasing trade. However, the Chinese have canceled border defense talks with Vietnam. And adding more tension in the area, India is supporting Vietnam by providing naval patrol boats, satellite reconnaissance, and military training. While much attention was paid to North Korea's test of its intercontinental ballistic missile, little notice was given to the Russian launch of an anti-ship missile in the Arctic. The Russian missile was launched from a submarine and traveled about 250 miles. Of course, there's a significant difference between the North Korea weapon that can travel from one continent to another and the Russian rocket intended to destroy enemy vessels. But Russia's launch emphasizes that it's building up its military in the Arctic, where it now has nearly 80 ships. Newsweek reports that in April of this year, Russia opened a military base in the Arctic and has plans for at least four more. As stated by Russian President Putin, climate change has increased the number of days available for shipping and opened more routes through the Arctic, leading to what he called better economic opportunities. There are five countries that claim territory in the Arctic. Besides Russia, they include the U.S., Denmark, Norway, and Canada. About 2,000 years ago, the Romans were developing a material that might just help us combat sea level rise today. The Romans used concrete that strengthens as it is exposed to salt water. In contrast, today's concrete corrodes within decades. The hope is that a new material based on the ancient ways may be used to build seawalls and other adaptations to counter intrusive waters. The Washington Post reports that scientists examined the microscopic structures of Roman concrete samples and found that they used a volcanic ash in their recipe that makes it stronger and more durable when mixed with seawater. The mixture formed crystals that stopped cracks from forming. Philip Brune, a research scientist who studied Roman monuments, told the Post that the concrete is the most durable building material in human history, and he says he is not prone to hyperbole, being an engineer. The Romans used their concrete to build seawalls and piers that far outlasted the empire itself. Many Republicans and Democrats are united against a Trump administration policy that will allow seismic testing for oil and gas development in oceans. Earlier this year, the president signed an executive order that opened the Atlantic to offshore drilling. The government is now set to permit five companies to use seismic air gun blasting to detect reserves of oil and gas. As reported in the Atlantic magazine, ships would tow dozens of 
cannons behind them that create sound explosions. The echoes that bounce back from the ocean floor allow technicians to locate petroleum deposits. A group of 75 scientists have said that the amount of noise created by cannons kills or perturbs the entire range of marine life from whales to plankton. Despite that, the administration is moving fast to permit the blasting, which could start off the Atlantic coast as early as this fall. However, environmental groups and thousands of businesses are united against the testing, and they're getting support from Congress. A Democrat from Virginia and a Republican from New Jersey have introduced a bill in the House that would ban the seismic practice, and a similar bill has been introduced in the Senate. Additionally, 103 members from both sides of the House signed a letter to Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke urging an immediate halt to the permitting. They wrote that the seismic air gun testing puts at risk Atlantic coast economies dependent on healthy oceans. Nevertheless, it's expected that the permitting will go forward and then lawsuits will be filed to stop it. And finally, as we've been reporting, the bottled water market has been exploding. Americans drank nearly 13 billion gallons last year, edging out soda for the first time. And they're not just drinking any old water. Specialty and mineral water products grew 75% between 2014 and 2016, according to the research and consulting firm Mintel. We're talking your glacier waters, infused waters, and even something called prehistoric water. One remarkable finding jumped out in the research, nearly 25% of Americans want organic water. But what's that? The USDA says anything with the organic label, food, drinks, fabric, has to be, by definition, derived from living matter. That means, of course, containing carbon. But water is just atoms of hydrogen and oxygen. H2O. Well, a company called Asarasi found a workaround. Or should we say they tapped into a way to get the USDA to certify their water as organic? Founder Adam Lazar got his idea after watching maple syrup being made. He noticed there was a lot of leftover water from the process. The water is technically drained from maple trees, living things, so boom, he got his certification. Asarasi says their product is renewable and sustainable and doesn't pull from shrinking groundwater resources. They also say the water is, quote, free of impurities and the purest source of water in the world. In the world? There's a lot of competition for that title from glacier waters and others. Tanzamaji water, sourced from Lake Tanganyika in Africa, claims to be prehistoric water and the purest water because the lake is so deep it's been untouched for millions of years and never been exposed to pesticides or other man-made contaminants. For consumers who want pure bottled water, all these claims must make their choices kind of murky. This Week in Water is supported by the American Water Works Association. Discuss your water infrastructure challenges and solutions at WIC 17, October 30th through November 2nd. Find out more at awwa.org forward slash H2O InfoCon.